Welcome to the Hondo Handy Podcast. My guest today is Andre Foreman, head women's basketball coach at St. Andrew's Episcopal School in Potomac, Maryland. How you doing, Andre? I'm doing fine. How are you? Oh, great. Thank you for being on my podcast. It's a, it's a pleasure to have you. And look, uh, thank those, you And for those who don't know, Andre is the all-time leading scorer in Division Three history with 2,900. 940 points, a record that's lasted since 1992 when he was a player for Salisbury State College and now Salisbury University. He was also named the Player of the Year in Division Theory that same year. He's a two-time All-American voted on by the National Association of Basketball Coaches and a two-time Player of the Year in the Eastern States Athletic Conference and a two-time uh, Player of the Year in the Eastern College Athletic Conference, South Region. Andre, tell me a little bit about your upbringing, or maybe uh, when you started playing sports and why why basketball, and what drew you to basketball? Uh, well, when I was growing up, you know, I grew up in a um, small town, and pretty much everybody played sports. It depends on which that se- what season it was. If it was baseball season, we played baseball. If it was football season, we played football. If we basketball season, we played basketball. And it's, you know, I played every sport growing up. Um, it's just that uh, I think the one reason why I would say basketball kind of stuck with me is because, honestly, it was – I wouldn't say forced on me, but I, it was nudged on me a little bit because – I liked football a lot better than basketball at the time uh-huh. when I was growing up. Right. And when I became a junior in high school, my mother told me I couldn't play football anymore, <laughs> and which right. was I was I was upset. And the coaches came to my house and begged her, and she was like, "No, he's not playing anymore." <laughs> so after that, I just started concentrating on uh, basketball. Well, Andre, I, I certainly understand the mother's uh, intuition, but look. I remember when you played uh, or uh, played in the Berlin Municipal Youth Basketball League. Share with mm-hmm. us a little bit of experience uh, you had with that. Yeah, I think that was probably my first official league. Um, I think you were my first coach. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> yeah, well, so uh, you, you created the monster. You created the monster. Uh-oh, it's been a while. <laughs> Maybe a good monster. Hey, look, when you attended yeah. Steve Nicator and played um, um, basketball, which you uh, had started to lean towards, what positions did you play? Um, I pretty much played every position. I played center. I played point guard, small forward, everything. When I was in high school, my first two years, I played JV. I was my freshman year. I was it was only two freshmen that made the JV team. It was me and actually my best friend, and uh, uh, his name was Troy Mills. And then played another year, played another year um, JV under Coach Lou Taylor. Then, uh, then my last two years, I, I played varsity. Now there's a story going around that on your junior year you played uh, a maybe was it a forward position and. And then in your senior year, you might have had to become the point guard. No, I was actually my junior year. I had to play point guard. 
Oh, the junior year. Oh, okay. Yeah, because um, we our our point guards they you know they had some some school academic problems, so oh. I was the I had to start playing point. But mind you, my I didn't play the whole season my junior year because I grew like maybe four or five inches over the summer, right. and so. Beginning of the year, I didn't really get to play that much because my knees were bothering me so much. Wow. Yeah. That that growth spurt. Yeah, I was 5'10". At the end of the season, uh, end of my second JV year, then the beginning of my junior year, when the season started, I was 6'4". Oh, wow. (laughs) Um, Well, look, when you um, uh, left Stephen Decatur, um, looks like you moved on to Salisbury uh, State College at the time. What what made you choose Salisbury? Uh, at the time, I had interest with um, from UMES, Wesley College, and Salisbury. So just out the three, I just felt that was a better fit for me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. So you played uh, four years at Salisbury under head coach Ward Lambert, who mm-hmm. actually, incidentally was my head coach also. Um, mm-hmm. And you ended your career averaging, what, 27 points, 12 rebounds per game. But in your junior year, uh, you averaged 31, 31 points, of 31.5 and 12.4 rebounds. What an outstanding uh, uh, year and career. Yeah. How would you sum that up? Well, I guess I would say it probably started in high school because in high school, I honestly didn't work on my game that much. I just went off pure talent and just played. And my my first two years of um, at Salisbury, I I pretty much did the same. Um, But that summer, because I was also in the military, I, I had boot camp and all this stuff, so I had to leave for some military um, things in the summer and I didn't get finished. I didn't finish my summer classes. So Uh that meant I was one credit short in the beginning of my junior year. So they said I had to make a decision. I could sit out the first part of the season or sit out a whole year. So I decided to sit out a whole year and that whole year, that was probably the first time I actually really worked on my game. When you got in better shape and worked on your game, huh? Yeah, and then the next year, I averaged 31. Well, man, so. that was a blessing in the sky. Yeah, it was. It was. And also, another blessing that the Coach Lambert changed the whole offense into a into – a, it was basically a half-court offense my first two years. Right. My last couple of years, it was a fast-break offense. It was up and down, pressing, and we ran a lot. So, that also helped. Yeah, I think I heard something about that. Um, did he adopt that uh, that philosophy from another coach uh, out west? Uh, uh, Loyal Loyal Marymount coach. Loyal Marymount, yes. Oh, they, mm-hmm. they they just went up and down the court and let it fly. Yeah, the first couple of years they put it in. You know, if you know Coach Lambert, he he was like, "I don't care if we win or lose the game, but they're not going to be able to outrun us." <laughs> I was like. <laughs> Like, like, what's the... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, after you left Salisbury, I know you had aspirations of playing in the NBA, correct? 
Yes. Um, but, and, uh, you know, that didn't pay a night for you, I guess. Um, uh, but you did have a long professional career in the European League. Uh, where did you sign and to play first? Uh, my first uh, place I went to play was in Australia. Australia. Oh, that, how it, was that? It was it was it was crazy because you have to. I'm from a small town, and right. at that time, at that time, the furthest I ever went was Alabama, where I went to boot camp. Right. So when they told me I had to go to Australia, I I went from one extreme to the other. <laughs> Were you happy, excited? Uh, what were your mother's feelings? Oh, my mom, she didn't want me to go, and she, but I don't think she really knew how far it was. She just knew I was leaving. Um, I was happy because I was playing basketball. So right. when I got there. You know, I, I guess I didn't realize how far I was either. When I got there, and it was like it's a twelve-hour difference. Wow! So when I'm up, everyone else back home is asleep, and vice versa. <laughs> so, but we didn't we didn't have email or anything like that when I was over there. It was just mail and regular phone calls. So I couldn't really call anybody unless I wake them up. Wow! And so, yeah, I got homesick a lot, but. You know, eventually I got used to it. Well, you did have some, I guess you had some American players on your team. Yeah, at the time I had one other American player, and he was actually my roommate. So, Where was he from? Uh, he was from Detroit, I think. Detroit. Yeah, it's been so long. Yeah. yeah. So when he had, been there for a long, he'd been there for a long time, so he was almost like a citizen. So, oh, he, he he helped you uh, adjust. Yeah, yeah, he did. He did. So, what made you leave Australia, or you just uh, where was your next country? Well, usually you have um, they sign you a contract either one year or two year. Okay. So at, at that time, I just signed a one year contract, and okay, and then um. When I came back home, my agent found me another job, and and that was um, well, actually, what he did was uh, he put me on a tour team, and the, oh. tour, the the tour team actually went around and played colleges in preseason games. Was that in, in the United States? Yeah, so I I played in all the big arenas. And I played in that Kentucky and Rupp Arena and all that stuff in Indiana. Oh. And then once we, once we finished that, they took us to Taiwan to play. Wow. And we played there for maybe three weeks. And they asked if they asked us if anybody was interested in playing in Hong Kong because they're starting up a league and they need players. And I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm already there. So me and a couple other guys that were – actually on the traveling team and actually one of them was in Australia with me and he and come to find out it was crazy that he played division three and he was one of the um uh all Americans also. Oh the that all year. Americans that just I just doing his senior year. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Man, that's amazing to hook up with him uh, in another country. <laughs> mm -hmm. So we, we went to Hong Kong and, and I made the team and I had to stay for the season. And mind you, only had 
two weeks worth of clothes. So I just had to make do, but that was the next place I played after Australia was Hong Kong. So you had two weeks for what? Two weeks worth of clothes because it was only supposed to be in Taiwan for two weeks. Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> so you just better your money trying to get some clothes and no, I just did a lot of washing. <laughs> well, actually, it, it wasn't that expensive because you remember, you know, mind you that a lot of the clothes are made in Hong Kong and Taiwan. Right, 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 right. So I was getting everything at cost. Right, so I was I was getting suits made. They like they like make a you know pick a picture of what kind of suit you want and we'll make it for you. <laughs> so I was getting name brand suits made for two hundred dollars. Oh Lord. That's so nice. Yeah. So how long did you stay in Hong Kong? I stayed there for one season and then and then I went to Finland and played. And, and then I was in. How long were you in Finland? I was in Finland for a year, and then I went to Sweden, okay. and played for two years, and then I went back to Finland again, and ended up playing the rest of my career in Finland after that. So, what were the the language barriers and differences in Finland and Sweden? Um, it wasn't really that much because fortunately everyone wanted to speak English to, uh, to the players. Okay. So the, the thing is you have to realize if they're speaking to you in their native language, then it's probably nothing good. <laughs> <laughs> they either mad at you or upset about something. <laughs> so if you hear them sp- speaking their foreign language, then it's probably not a good situation. <laughs> So it looks like you played um, overseas from like, I don't know, how many years, 93 to 2011 or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, like eight, 18 years or something. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Longer than the NBA guys' careers, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Now, I think I remember you winning a, a, a championship over there. Was it in Finland or? Uh, yeah, actually, actually, I won a championship in Hong Kong, and I won t- two in Finland. Two in Finland. Yep, we went right. back to in Finland. Yeah. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Were you a player of the year in Finland at one time? Yeah, yeah, I was a player a couple a couple times, and um. They had the way they had it was um, you could be um, the import of the year, which means that's players that play from overseas. They right. have a little. I I was that a couple years, um, but I think I got the total with the, the, the import and local player of the year. I think I got that once when I was just a unanimous player of the year for everything. Well, man, congratulations on that. Yeah. I did see um, a while back. I think you were in Finland. That there were buses or something with you, you and, and maybe another guy uh, riding around like you see in Ocean City, Maryland, uh, mm-hmm. uh, on the buses. Yeah, it's like a lot of a lot of ways that they raise money for the clubs is through advertising. Okay. So um, I was part of the advertisement. So they it was a picture of me 
and um, my sponsor was the, the local newspaper. So it had a picture of me and the local newspaper's website on the buses that was going around through that town I was playing in. Oh, that's amazing. Not a lot of people yeah. in the United States do that, especially in, even in your hometown, Berlin, Maryland. I, the crazy thing, I never saw my bus. <laughs> I, I, I'd i always see the other player's bus, but yeah. I'd never see my bus. And he always see my bus, and he would never see his bus. I don't know. Maybe, I guess they put him <laughs> in different areas. Who knows? Right. Yeah. Oh, wow. Hey, before you left, uh, I think, Finland, because that's where you were at the, for the longest, Right at the mm-hmm. end of your career, I I heard that you might have been offered a uh, coaching position or a player coaching position. Uh, uh, is that true? Well, not it wasn't like a coaching position. It was just the, the team that I won the championships with. Right. That uh, I mean, our coach wasn't really technical, as you can say. So. Right. I used to, I used to help coach the team. Oh, you were coaching anyway. Yeah, I would, I would, you know, we'd come up with plays and show them different things to do in practice, and you know, so it was sort of like a player coach, but I didn't have that label player coach. Right. I just did a lot of coaching because, um, you know, it was just it was a lot of things he didn't know. <laughs> so, <laughs> but he he kind of figured out because right? he started right. getting. Working jobs, so hey, hey, he's a yeah. championship coach. They don't know mm-hmm. what he did. <laughs> uh, nope. Hey, is there anything else you want to mention about playing overseas or any experiences you had uh, that was uh, something uh, you want to share? Oh, uh, I guess the the, the craziest thing was uh, my my best friend and my son came to visit me. Best friend came twice. My son came once, and and his name is Landon. And uh, he he didn't like it at all. <laughs> he was he was like, "Dad, I don't understand how you do this. I'll never play overseas. This is terrible." Blah blah blah. And the crazy thing is, he ended up doing the same thing. <laughs> so probably <coughs> the Landon played for the um, University of Maryland uh, Terps. Mm-hmm. Uh, with, uh, what was that? Grievance came in with uh, with Grievance Vasquez and uh, uh, what was the other gentleman's name? Uh, uh, Eric Hayes. Yeah. Eric Hayes. So that was a that was a great freshman year for uh, for Maryland. But Landon went over and visited you and hated hated staying over there. Couldn't understand how you could stand it. And mm-hmm. um, uh, as you said, when he left Maryland, uh, he ended up going overseas also. Yeah, I actually I took him to a couple of practices. And this uh-huh. is, he was he was a uh, sixteen. He was a junior in high school, uh-huh. and I I took him to a couple of practices. They wanted to sign him. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I was like I was like, man, his mother's gonna kill me. He's going back to the states. He's not gonna stay over here. Like, <laughs> I mean, we'll sign him right now. We'll sign him right now. I was like, nah. <laughs> okay. what did Landon say? He wasn't trying to do that. No, he wanted to go back well, he home. Didn't, he, didn't, he didn't like it in the first place. <laughs> no. no, no. <laughs> well, a lot of difference in a few years, Banks. I know. Um, you are now coaching at uh, St. A- Andrews Episcopal School that I mentioned earlier. Um, mm-hmm. How are you enjoying it? 
Oh, it's girl, pretty right? good. Yeah, girls. It's it started off slow, right. but every, every year of my team have gotten better and better and better. So that's kind of a, a good way to build the program. When I first got there, they told me, you know, they weren't really emphasizing winning and losing. They just want the girls to have fun. Oh, wow. And, I was, and you said, oh, oh. that's not me. Well, at the interview, I was like, okay, I understand. But now thinking in my mind, you must be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> You'll see. <laughs> just, uh, oh, yeah, you know, you yeah. um, sound a little bit like me when I uh, went to um, start my job at Ocean City Recreation and Parks Department. Mm-hmm. I was, you know, played in college. So you, you know, you're competitive. And I, yeah. and I had to do the reverse things that you did. I had to come from competitive down to the recreation way of doing mm-hmm. things. So it was, it was a little tough. And uh, in your situation, you were, um, you, you were ready to get them on a winning track. So, so you're doing pretty good with the, those teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm doing pretty good. We, um, we actually won the championship in our league this year in the regular season and the uh, postseason. Wow. Um, so, yeah, we threw, I think we were we only lost four games. It was like 22 and four. Wow. So, so from gotta, there, in, 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 how many years you been doing this? I started coaching there at, in 2012. 2012. Have yep. any of your girls uh, gone on uh, for post? High school player, college. Um. Well, academically, all my girls went to high school. I mean, went to college. But as for basketball wise, we had um, several that went to D three. Okay. This year, this year I had my first D one player. Her name is Brooke Anya. She's going to Longwood University. Oh, so, nice. Yeah. So, um, well, hopefully, you- she. She starts a whole new trend we have coming up. Yeah, congratulations on the first one. It sounds like the girls uh, uh, were either dedicated to uh, uh, school and and to sports. Does it sound like they did good in class? Oh, yeah, they did. I mean, I had girls go to Miami, um, Carnegie Mellon, and (laughs) um, I mean, it's been – They've been going to schools all over the United States, and I'm talking about full academic rides. Oh my God, that is fantastic! Fantastic. Yeah. Really, what it yeah. boils down is that's what you want want for the, for your uh, athletes. Mm-hmm. So, yep. That's congratulations. Yep. Hey, I didn't know if you knew or not that um, that Governor Hogan uh, from Maryland uh, signed the citation this year, making Mer- March 2020 Good Sportsmanship Month in Maryland. Which would have been mm-hmm. perfect this year for March Madness, but you know how it went. Um, I know you wrote a letter in support of a sportsmanship month, but what's your philosophy on good sportsmanship on your team? Um, I, I always tell, tell my girls, you know, it's tough because I'm so competitive, right? And you know, I, I practice with my girls a lot, so I talk a lot of trash, right? <laughs> and so sometimes they have to remind me, coach this. You should be saying that. And I'm like, <laughs> I was like, man, I'm trying to win. <laughs> so you, so, but, but uh, you know, but I, I teach them like, you know, just be, be good sport, respect the game, 
you know, don't do, don't do anything dirty, you know. <laughs> well, I tell you, when you lose, you still gotta you still gotta shake your hands, stuff like that, you know. Well, good. I know when you were you know, out. I I I um. We experienced a lot of losing, right? So in the beginning, so you know, sometimes it was tough because they cry and they're right. upset, and, right. you know. But well, you know, but you got to keep pushing through. So. Yeah, you're exactly right. Well, sportsmanship is is very important. Um, mm-hmm. This time, you know, with school being out and everything, and I know you have some players that are going to be graduating and some that are coming back. Are you doing any kind of communicating with this coronavirus situation? Yeah, we're um, communicating through Zoom and uh, okay. WebEx and stuff like that. Um, it's crazy because the, I had two seniors, right. and um, mm. and, you know, their signing day was like a couple like a couple weeks ago. Wow! And usually they have a, they have a big ceremony at the school, so right. we did the ceremony, you know, via Zoom, uh-huh. which was. It was it was pretty good, you know. Right. Uh, all the parents and the students were on, went along with the athletic director and all the coaches, and we did the signing day through Zoom and watched them sign, and everything. So that was pretty cool. Well, I tell you what, it's a whole new experience of everything athletic wise. Um, yeah. So as as for my team, we check in every now and then, um, see how they're doing, see see what they're up to. Um, we've been working on them making highlight videos of themselves, and because yeah. I, I also coach uh, AAU t- AAU team team takeover. Okay. So I reach out to them the same way because it's it's tough right now because a lot of them are trying to get scholarships. Right. And they're not allowed to go to schools, and, and that's so, another thing they can't go to schools, can't visit. So now it's like. Their main thing is making good highlight film, getting it out to the schools you're looking at, and hopefully the coaches like it, and then go from there. So, yeah, so I'll, yep. everything's different now. Hopefully, uh, mm-hmm. it'll go back to a little bit of normalcy in the next few months. Yeah. Uh, the mm-hmm. last, thing, well, not the last thing, but uh, what do you think about that alumni basketball game you participated in in Salisbury this year? Had a brand new coach yeah. there, Mo Williams, Maurice Williams, and uh, he yeah, was, was, he was very was, appreciative of, of the guys coming back. It was pretty good. I, I was on the winning team, but Wait a minute. I don't know if I helped. I don't uh, know if I won or not. Uh, are you saying that because you weren't on my team and uh, I was coaching the other team and I I, I lost? No, nah, it's good sportsmanship. It doesn't matter. <laughs> we all have one team. <laughs> We all saw his very goals. It don't matter. <laughs> it okay. just right. we my our 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 team, our goal team, you know, whatever, okay. won the game. But I didn't I didn't do too much to help win that game. Well, <laughs> it, it was weird because I played a little bit. Um, I came out for a rest, and I think we were down at the time. And um, uh, I ended up talking to a couple of 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 people that knew me when I played back in the day, and I ended up talking the whole time while the game was going on. <laughs> and uh, it was funny because it was it was I think we were down, and it was maybe like a minute left in the game, and they were telling me to get back in the game. Right. <laughs> it's just, it was like it's your time. I was like, 
Nah, let the people stay in there that's been that brought us back. Right. <laughs> Finish the game. <laughs> and, and uh and they, they finished the game and they won it. So Yeah, they did. My team could not make a dead gun foul shot or they would have sold the game up. It was too much pressure yeah. for them. That's that's what I told the guys. I said they always come down to fundamentals. <laughs> and that's what you probably tell you girls. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Andre, uh, is there anything else you wanna wanna say before we uh, uh, sign off? Mm, no, no, I think I've pretty much said everything. Well, well, thanks for having me. Then I appreciate it, and hopefully I can get your son on this once he hears it. We'll see. Um, my guest today has been Andre Foreman, a Division Three all-time leading scorer, and I want to thank you, Andre, for you taking a little bit of time to share your um, your story and your journey with us. So, um, again, I appreciate it. Thank you. All right, no problem. Thank you.